welcome to another episode of The Good Night Show with me, Daniel Van Kirk. I am glad that you are here. It is Wednesday, July 1st, around 12 a.m. Rochelle, Illinois time. Let's welcome our producer for this show, the man who helps me make this happen, Mr. Noah Eberhardt. Noah, rabbit, rabbit, rabbit to you. Rabbit, rabbit to you, Daniel. I know. Good I think night. it's three. You think it's two. So both. So we both get to do it. Yeah. Because you're the Five first rabbit. person to say it to me twice, which you think matters. And I'm the first person to say it to you three times, which I think matters. And also, I think both of us realize it probably doesn't matter at all, but it's a nice sentiment. And that's good enough, right? Mm-hmm. Good. That's enough. Uh, hey, be a part of this show. It's Wednesday. We're doing things a little bit different today. And maybe it's because... I read an email where somebody said, it'd be cool if you talked about, maybe I didn't read that email and I think I did, or maybe I just thought of it. But either way, it's because you guys communicate with us that this show just gets better and better. So if you have a positive story from your life that you want to share, we would talk about it on Friday. Or you can send me a sex and relationship advice question, and I'll talk about that as your friend. Those come out on Saturdays, or uh, sometimes they come out on Wednesday for everybody, but if they come out on Saturday, it's because they're for just the Patreon subscribers. I also want to hear recommendations for things to read, watch, and be entertained by. And the way you can do all that is you can text me or leave me a voicemail at 609-955. That is 609-644-4855. Or email me at thegoodnightpod at gmail.com. I would like to tell you that if you know that the number by heart is 609-644-4855, thank you for listening so much to this show. You can also hang out with me in a couple different ways because on July 16th, I'm going to be at the Nowhere Comedy Club, which means I'm going to be in your own home. It's a Zoom show. They cap it, so it will probably sell out, and it really can. Then you won't be able to get in. But if you want to, I made the ticket prices reasonable. It's $10 for the first 100 people. It's $15 for everybody after. That's it. 15 bucks to hang out and with me and have a comedy night where I'm going to do a whole bunch of new material and headline the show. For an extra $15, so you might get it for 30, might get it for 25. There is a 50-person post-show hang. We'll be covering anything. Dumb People Town stuff, Pen Pal stuff, Good Night Show stuff. It's just going to be me interacting with you. Those tickets are going. The first 100 are going. And they might have already gone by now, actually. And and the last time I checked, they were, I think, about halfway into the VIP seats. So I don't want anybody who wants to hang out with me to miss out on that. And if you do, or you want to double dip on hanging out with me, there's the Game Night Show, which is not a show. It is me doing a game night. So if you're interested in that, you want to be a part of it, just email uh, thegoodnightpod at gmail.com and then in the subject, put DVK game night. And if uh, you couldn't get in for this one, I will make sure that you get first opportunity for the next time that we do them. Okay? So that's stuff we can do together. Now, I said it's Wednesday. Wednesday already tends to move around in general because we do back page. Uh, we do mystery, we do interviews, and I kind of like that rotating. I like it being something a little bit different. So tonight, we are going to talk about tech news. Yeah, we're just going to cover kind of like all things tech, some news that's come out in the tech world, as well as maybe run down if we have time, 
We will run down some of the more interesting gadgets or things that you can get yourself or buy for gifts. So let's dig right into it. This is the tech news from The Good Night Show. Apple announced digital car keys for wirelessly unlocking your car with an iPhone. Apple announced this week that you'll be able to add a digital car key to your iPhone or Apple Watch to wirelessly unlock and start your car. The feature is part of the newly revealed iOS 14. The first car supported will be the new 2021 BMW 5 Series, which comes out next month. I'm going to get into how it works, but just first blush for me, it's like, of course, you know, Apple CarPlay is already built in, and I think there's one for Android as well. You, with the installation of two programs, one for Apple and, and one for Android, you will be servicing every single person who buys your car. So I think that even though it's starting out with BMW, this is something we're going to completely see going forward. I think you can already do a lot of stuff via your phone with like a Tesla. And I'm sure some other cars have some phone options as well. I feel like I've seen that. Um, But integrating it into hardware or technology that people already have and putting it in your car, this just seems like a no-brainer. So here's how it works. Once you've paired your iPhone or Apple Watch with a car that supports digital car keys, if you want to unlock your car, you just need to hold your Apple device near a near-field communication or NFC reader that's in your car. For example, in the car's door handle. If you want to share your car key, you'll be able to do so via the Messages app. So you, I mean, think about this, like for Airbnb, but instead for cars. So what's that? I think it's, I can't remember what, uh, I can't remember what it starts Airbnb? Yeah, no, there's, um, there is a, it starts with a T, but there is like a car sharing type app. Um, I want to say turbo, but that's not it. And uh, if you if you could look it up for me, buddy, that would be great because it's going to drive someone nuts that I'm not <laughs> saying it. Um, but uh, you would be able to just share your car key digitally with everyone. You wouldn't even have, you could just park it and leave it somewhere. And then when they come to get it, you verify that it's them. And then it's one called Turo. Turo. That's the one I was thinking yeah. of. Um, so yeah, if you want to share your car key, you'll be able to do so via the messages app. When sharing a digital car key, you'll be able to restrict search and search certain features in your car, such as limiting acceleration, top speed and stereo volume. This is where you're going to start getting into people saying that this is overreaching, that someone theoretically could take control of your car or, you know, but think about giving your car keys to your child. And now you can control the top speed. If you know that there's no reason for them to be on an interstate, they're just going to be around town, then they shouldn't need to go more than 50 miles per hour at any given point. So um, it could be really, really cool. I wonder if you'll be able also to set up a like time frame. Like I'm giving you access to my key for the next 24 hours. Right. The digital car keys will work with no network connection. This will probably greatly change car rentals as well. Mm-hmm. Uh, it'll work with no connection. So in theory, you'll still be able to lock your car even in the depths of a parking garage. The keys are also supposed to work for up to five hours after your phone's battery has run out and flip flipped into a power reserve mode, which will hopefully alleviate some anxiety about not being able to access your car after being away from, uh, being away from a charger for a while. That is so wow. cool. And also yeah. just kind of does feel like the national natural progression of uh our world yeah the Lords. only problem is uh if you if you lose your 
your phone, you lose your phone and your keys all at once. That's so. true. There's got to be some gotta sort be of careful. fail-safe or backup. Maybe not if it's being shared, but if you're the owner. Who knows? Uh, Lordstown Motors unveils an electric pickup truck. This is something very cool for me because that my hope is to someday own an electric pickup truck. Lordstown Motors unveiled the 2020 Endurance all-electric pickup truck on Thursday, June 25th. Key features four in-wheel hub motors. The Endurance is the first commercial vehicle to feature four in-wheel hub motors. That is a motor incorporated into each of the four wheels. This design reduces the number of moving parts and significantly improves vehicle control. Control. Fewest moving parts, they say that is another quality to it. Um, it has the fewest moving parts of any motor vehicle. This advancement leads to fewer maintenance costs and significantly lower total cost of ownership than traditional vehicles. They say that the financials for the Endurance start are going to start at 52500 The Endurance has a range of 250 miles, which actually we'll get to seems a little on the low end, and expect, expects city fuel costs and maintenance costs uh, uh, for nearly a third, uh, cut, cut them by a third. I don't know if I'm saying yeah, that right. While also qualifying owners for a $7,500 tax credit. Um, I, one thing I will say that just gave me pause about this company is I saw their big reveal and nobody was wearing a mask. And I was like, Ooh. guys, where, where do you fall on what's happening right now? I don't know if I yeah. want to buy from your company. Here's something you can buy for your own company. The best kind of company, you can finally buy the internet's favorite dog. But I'm going to talk more about that right after this break. Lost Capital Foods creates fermented hot sauces and mustard in small batches from as much Minnesota sourced produce as possible. Their chef and CEO accepted the challenge to create tasty condiments with low sodium content. Not only does fermentation bump up the flavor, it also packs the sauces with healthy probiotic bacteria to keep your gut happy while you enhance your quarantine cuisine. Shipping is available nationwide from Lost Capital Foods, so find Lost Capital Foods on Instagram or go for broke and visit lostcapitalfoods.com. That's L-O-S-T-C-A-P-I-T-A-L-F-O-O-D-S.com and check out their online store today. That ad that you just heard was submitted by a listener, so it's one of you guys, and if you want to help out another part of the or member of the good night gang i don't know i'm trying it out you can do that by going to lostcapitalfoods.com hey i'm back and uh, just a reminder, come see me or stay where you are, but see me on July 16th at the Nowhere Comedy Club. Go to NowhereComedyClub.com, click on the calendar date for the 16th of July, and you will be able to get tickets. $10 if you're the first 100, 15 after that, and it's only a $15 uh, extra charge. If you want to be a part of the meet and greet, well, we'll just hang around after the show. I would love to have the place just filled with good night gang gangers. Good night gangers. I like that. Um, it feels more fun than good night gang members. Right. <laughs> uh, gangers. I would love to have it with good night gangers there. I don't even know if that's a thing. But I would, I'm proud of it because it was organic. We can also uh, 
If you want, let me know if you'd be interested in being a part of game night. And you know how to do that at the top of this episode. Okay, we're talking about how you can finally buy the internet's favorite robot dog. The wait is over. Boston Dynamics will finally sell you one of its famous robot dogs called Spot, but the good boy comes with a hefty price tag of $74,500. The combination of Spot's sophisticated software and high-performance design enables the robot to augment difficult and dangerous or dangerous human work, says Mark Raybert, chairman and founder of Boston Dynamics. Now you can use Spot to increase human safety in environments and tasks where traditional automation hasn't been successful. Back in September, spot robots were used at power generation facilities, decommissioned nuclear sites, factory floors, construction sites, and research laboratories. Spot was even used in creative projects like dancing on stage and performing in theme parks. Well, who doesn't want a dog that you can take to an old nuclear site or a theme park? I mean, that's a loyal friend. Publicly, we've seen Spot help bomb squads work on an oil rig. This dog's an action movie. Serve as a a social distancing patrol dog in Singapore and even work as a telehealth assistant, helping medical workers triage patients safely. I'm going to go on a limb here and say, if you have the money, Spot might be worth every penny. Yeah, it seems like a great deal. Yeah, go get a Spot. Okay, we talked earlier about uh, the electric truck, the Endurance, but get this. Another electric car uh, announcement was made. Tesla's Model S is the first electric car with a 400-mile range EPA rating. So that's what I'm saying. If you're coming out with a brand new car to market like the Endurance is, and you are a little over half of what is currently being done at the top level, to me, that... I'd rather wait a couple of years until they catch up to this. The yeah. Tesla model. I don't model, even know if you can call yourself endurance. If uh, that's a great point, yeah, 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 maybe you're just ints. The Tesla Model S Long Range Plus now has an EPA rated range of 402 miles, making it the first electric vehicle to receive vehicle to receive a rating of over 400 miles from the agency. In a blog post. Uh, accompanying the announcement, Tesla has detailed the improvements that have allowed their car to break the 400-mile barrier. These include weight reductions in components like the car's battery pack, more aerodynamic wheels, and using more efficient drive units. Regenerative braking improvements also mean more energy gets sent back to the car's battery pack while driving. The improvements result in a nearly 20% increase in range when compared to a 2019 Model S 100D with the same battery pack design. So they're just getting better. It's almost like a, you know, like what a PlayStation 2 game looked when it first launched and then what a PlayStation 2 game looked like at the end or even Nintendo. I mean, you just kind of see programmers get so much better. It's not that they necessarily have new hardware to put in, but they get better at maximizing the things around that hardware to make it work even better. And and that's Tesla is at the front of the game. Now, obviously, 400 miles is a, is, I'm, I'm assuming ideal conditions because if you are in like extreme weather climates, it can greatly affect the efficiency. But even, you know, if we're getting up to, so here's a good way to look at it. If we're getting up to a 400 mile and you suffer from extreme weather conditions where you live, maybe you go down to 250. So you're topping out at what the endurance can do in a perfect day. Or I'm sorry, you're bottoming out at what 
the endurance tops out at at a perfect in a perfect day. So it's it's just going to get more and more. And the funny thing is, is people see these and they're like, "Oh, it says four hundred, but you don't really get that." But like, where are all the people complaining about this with like regular traditional? engine cars like right it says 33 gallon like yeah you know you almost never get that also mm-hmm. it depends on how you're driving if you're constantly driving without stopping going 45 miles per hour you'll probably hit 33 but you have many times where you're like yeah i just drove across country or 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 you know i drove in and stop and go traffic and I had to keep hitting my brakes or i was driving where i would go up to 55 and then have to brake and then go up to so I, it always amazes me when people don't accept perfection from electric cars, but have just gotten so used to the fallibility of our traditional cars that they think that that isn't. Yeah, but that doesn't matter. Like, how does it not matter? Just because you're used to it, it's still happening. You know what right. I mean? Yeah, it's not uh, a fair comparison. No, not at all. So as we get to 400 and maybe 500, and eventually, who knows, a thousand. I mean, you imagine if we're at a thousand, and they're like, "Yeah, you bought them out at 600 and." 22. So <laughs> if you are getting, if, if someday we have that day, which I believe we will, where you're getting like 600 miles on the low end of a charge, what you, that's more than you would ever need. Mm-hmm. Cause you, you're, you're going to, you're not going to drive 10 hours straight. And even if you do stop, <laughs> <laughs> take a break. <laughs> yes. Eat, go to the bathroom. Okay, before we get out of here, maybe we'll do this in groups of 10. We have a list of the 100 100 coolest gadgets of 2020. I don't know how long it'll take us to get through all of them, but I would still like to try. I think it'll be fun to to run these down. Maybe Maybe some of them we won't agree seem that cool. Number 100 is the Apple iPod or iPad. I'm sorry. The iPod's probably gone, right? Um, I, you know, this gets redesigned or reimagined feels like every single year, the seventh generation of the Apple iPad has all the tablet features that most consumers will ever need. Literally. I mean, I was just saying this the other day, if you got the brand new iPad with their new, uh, like mounted keyboard thing, you don't, that is the computer. I almost said you don't need a computer, but then I realized it is, it is a computer. That's more than you will ever need. And it's portable. I would recommend that to so many people and you're still going to spend way more than you would on a, like a gateway, but uh, I think it's worth it. The the newest iPads are just phenomenal. Number two. So are we going backwards? Are they ranked in order? Who knows? It's okay. The tile pro tracker with replaceable battery, 60 bucks on Amazon. I need to remember that I want these because people keep asking me what I want for my birthday. And these tiles are from people I know that have them. They say they're like life changing. These small nifty gadgets by tile will help you find anything you attach them. Uh, So as long as your phone is within their Bluetooth range of 400 feet, in case you lose an item, you receive notifications when the gadget comes within range of another tile user. So it doesn't even, it just has to be within 400 range. I think of any person who has a tile app. So wow. someone's beyond you. So like, let's say you're in an airport, you left it on the plane or you left it at the gate. It fell out of your bag. Something fell out of your bag or your wallet or whatever. And you get all the way down to uh, like baggage claim, even though you are more than 400 feet away, 
there's probably enough people that have the tile within 400 feet of where it starts that it just relays and relays and relays until it gets to you. Wow. I know. I also wonder, like, could you put it on like a dog or cat's collar? Oh, I bet you could, right? I would think so, right? That makes sense. Somebody let me know. I feel like that's enough 60 bucks to be like, this animal could be over o- over a football field away and I'd be able to find it. Or within a football field of anyone else who has it and it would relay. It could possibly relay until it gets to me. Yeah. Yeah. I want a tile pro tracker, I think. All right, number three, the Peak Design Tech Pouch. It just looks like a bag. First of all, it looks like a mess. But yeah, there's a lot of stuff in there. It says it just holds a lot of stuff. It's a sixty another $60 item. So these aren't even crazy expensive. Um, the Tech Pouch is a stylish and exceptionally made accessory that's a must-have for fre- frequent travelers. I used to be. It has enough pockets uh, and compartments for small gadgets, charging cables, memory cords, and any other accessories you might own. All right. Number four, we might just do five here, Noah, because I don't want to run too long, is the Jabra. Jabra Elite 75T completely wireless earbuds, 180 bucks, and I guess they're saying these must be as good as uh, Apple iPod Pros. I love my iPod Pros, but it's great to hear that there's competition out there. That just makes everybody better. So if you're in the market for some of those, the Elite 75T are excellent, and they have excellent battery performance. They can last almost eight hours between charges. And uh, their carrying case with a USB-C connector holds almost three additional full charges. All right. So get you through a day. Uh, Number five. And then we will uh, close this down for today. But I'm sure we'll come back to it next time we talk about tech. It's the Philips Somnio Sleep and Wake Up Light. This is $172. It does not look very aesthetically pleasing to me. Like it definitely... (laughs) Well, you'll notice it in your room. It's like a future donut, maybe. Yeah, future donut, also my favorite band. The Philips Somnio is an elegant and feature-packed sleep and wake-up light with life-altering powers. The light is clinically proven to improve sleep and help users feel more refreshed when they wake up. I went from being so skeptical to after that write-up being like, maybe I need this. The Somnio can stimulate a natural sunrise and sunset play a plethora of soothing sounds and even change a smartphone and even charge a smartphone via a built-in USB port. We like the touchscreen interface of the lamp. It's incredibly intuitive to use. Huh. Noah, do we need one of these? It we might we might need it one. It might of be these. one of those things that you're like 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 how like everybody's uncle in the mid 2000s like looked at smartphones like you don't need that. And then they eventually got one. And we're like, all right. Like, mm-hmm. are we, is this one of those things where like, we are fine. So we think without it, if we got it, we would never be able to live without it. And do I'm I want to be that this. dependent on I'm gonna, something? I'm going to, I'm going to do some, some research. <laughs> do it. Yeah. Cause people, I mean, we have a show here built on like, Hey, we want to talk to you and maybe help you go to sleep. But are we going to be run out of business by the Somnio sleep and wake up light? <laughs> Did no, I just no lamb? Did I just Skynet us? Did I Skynet <laughs> ourselves? I brought about our own dis- destruction by using the same thing we created to do. Now we're talking about some real when is real what? heady stuff. I agree, but I'm just 
I'm just worried about it. I think I skynetted us. All right. Well, tonight, and hopefully not last episode of The Good Night Show, was produced by Noah Everhart. It was engineered and mixed by Brendan Lynch Solomon with production assistance from Ben Zyper and Lissa Rubin, who really helped put this episode together. Thanks, Lissa. You're great. Theme music was composed by Chad Bashard, and the artwork was created by CM Dugan. You can check out more of his work at cmdugan.com. If you enjoyed tonight's show, you can get more content at patreon.com slash the goodnight show. There you can sign up for the goodnight show weekend edition, as well as exclusive weekly episodes of some of our favorite topics. Plus, you can get a supercut of this entire week's worth of shows, as well as access to the entire back catalog of the Hindsight Podcast. There are three Patreon tiers available, and the most comprehensive option is less than $10 a month. The Goodnight Show is not part of any network, which means all the proceeds go directly to the costs and people that keep this show on the air. One way you can support is to rate, review, and subscribe on iTunes and tell everyone you know about this show. Thank you again for listening. I'm Daniel Van Kirk. And remember, no man is a failure who has friends. Good night.